Welcome to Downtime Goes Downhill, a podcast mini-series that's going to take you with us as we have a go at racing downhill at both a regional and national level. I'm your host, Chris Hall, and I'll be joined by my good friends, Jonathan Matthews and Ben Thompson. Three different riders with different abilities, strengths, weaknesses, goals and fears. We'll be sharing our preparation, training and setup, along with our different approaches to getting faster and our progress. You'll hear all about our experiences at the races, both good and bad. We'll also be bringing in some of the best in the world to help us improve throughout the year, so there's going to be heaps to learn too. Downtime Goes Downhill wouldn't be happening without the support of some incredible brands. So a massive thank you to Canyon Bikes, Fox Suspension, Wahoo Fitness, Fox Clothing and Protection, Maxxis Tires, Magura Brakes and We Are One Composites Wheels. This is episode four and after a bit of a break we're sitting down ahead of the UK National Champs to find out what each of us have been up to, hear about our different approaches to training, bike setup and using our riding time to try and get faster for the next race. We really hope you're enjoying coming on this ride with us so without further ado here's Downtime Goes Downhill episode four. All right, we're back with uh, Jonathan and Ben. It's been a long time. It feels like ages since I've seen your pretty faces. Like we haven't, literally haven't really caught up much. We've shared a few messages on mm. our little signal group. But beyond that, we haven't chatted probably since the last time we sat and recorded, which is a shame. But let's catch up. We've got national champs coming up in two <laughs> weeks, which still scares the bejesus out of me. Um but we'll talk a little bit, I guess, just see where we're at, like what we've done fitness-wise and what we've done bike riding and bike setup-wise. Ben, we'll start with you because I saw you were in the Hurt Locker today getting a little Wahoo uh, <laughs> test out. Nice and sweaty <laughs> in my garage at lunchtime. Yeah, so I've never done one of these before. This is the Half Monty. So so you did the four IDP, like the full yeah. frontal test at the start of all yeah. this, didn't you? But you've not retested yet. Uh, no, so... You couldn't face the full test then? No, I was like, uh, this. well, I was sort of under the impression that the half Monty would only take half the time as well, but it (laughs) it takes basically (laughs) as long. Um, But that's fine. Um, I was was saying, I was saying to, well, I was saying to both of you, wasn't like, it's a little bit like being, I I was like, I felt like I was a lobster being slowly boiled in the pot. A, because it was really hot. And B, because it's, so it's called a ramp. A ramp test but it's it kind of like steps up the power output to the point where you just can't you can't go any harder and you can hardly tell you can hardly feel the difference between the steps to start with and then but you can kind of see like uh your heart rate's going up and my like <laughs> rpms go up the, the harder it gets the faster i'm pedaling to try and keep on top of it and eventually you just kind of like blow a gasket and uh <laughs> and and at that point as well, I was like, oh, it's over, brilliant. You just got to do this like recovery bit where it's like, yeah, you go well under your uh, well under your threshold heart rate. I was like, oh, well, that'd be dead easy then, but it wasn't. It was pretty close to threshold for about twenty minutes. <laughs> I was quite blown up by the end of it. Um, it's not as bad as the full, not as bad as the full Monty by far, where you really got to sort of like push yourself to the very limit. Um, and it gives some figures. Uh, so it only gives two of the four that we're looking at, and it's really the uh, the neuromuscular, the sprint type ones that I've been more interested in. And it gives you the other, uh, okay. it gives you the other figures. So max aerobic power and fu- functional threshold power. If you really want to know, since I last did it, yeah. max aerobic power has gone up three percent, which I think, given mm. that this is like not as accurate a test, pff, it's probably about the same. 
Yeah. Uh, the functional threshold power has gone up 8%. I don't know. Maybe a bit bit more. That's yeah. reasonable. But, but that's not what you've been targeting, Not right, particularly, really. but I guess everything we do is going to help that to a certain there's extent. A, there's an added benefit from each thing. They all kind yeah, of... Like yeah, and, and the gym, the gym work is going to help with that as well. So even if it's not what it's aiming at, I think. Uh, so it's an interesting interesting to do yeah a rebaseline yeah, on those yeah. things so what what have you been up to like what's your fitness regime look like over the last couple yeah. of months <laughs> <laughs> sorry coach plangy it's been a bit slack to be honest <laughs> um so shortly after pierce i had uh the ardmore's enduro so i kind of oh, like yeah. stopped the usual the like dh program that we've been doing i kept up a bit of the uh, Wahoo sprint stuff and just did a few big rides. And then the week after I was like, I was pretty toasted because it was a hot, hot race. So I had a week off then. Then I did a fell race, which I don't do many of. So I was a bit pooped after that. <laughs> and by by the time I sort of started looking at it again, it was about a month of not, not having really done anything. So okay. I was, well, not having, not having done anything, but having been off the like, been out of the routine basically. And it's yeah. it's amazing how like once you drop that routine, how difficult it is it to get back back established again? Um, it doesn't take long, does nah. it, to kind of lose that like natural thing of getting into the gym or going riding or whatever? Like you only got stuck. Yeah, for a while. and you know the weather was nice. There was proper riding to be done, and it's the summer, so you got a bit more on. There's things on in the evening, in the week, and at weekends and stuff. So it just sort of fell out of it a bit. The impending racing coming up has like sort of motivated me to get back on it because obviously the two weeks of hard training is going to make all the difference at this at this stage of course um it has yeah has made me realize that um it's this is like i know we've we've got a season basically haven't we and we're trying to cram everything we can into a season but really these this is more like a long-term thing you see the benefits you know you could build up and up and up for year for years i think so um yeah for sure yeah if you're consistent over Mm. a long period of time definitely that which is what a lot of these top athletes have been right that's why yeah i mean it's made me think about how you know new newcomers at the bottom of the field how they are not at the bottom of the field but say you're someone like jackson or jordan jordan in particular who says he doesn't do much training he just rides his bike how how they (laughs) how they compare to like someone like greg or you know, someone who's a, an old hand who's been training for years and years and years and what their how their physical condition compares to each other. But yeah, that's a question. Yeah, maybe age plays into the younger riders' hands, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but the, I don't, yeah, got that baseline, haven't we? I don't know. It's a question for, uh, yeah. for Kilmurray, maybe. Um, yeah, maybe. But, yeah. Cool. So you've got, two, you've got two weeks now to just, like, go ham and... Uh, <laughs> Well, smash some creatine <laughs> and hope for the best. We'll have to taper for a week beforehand as well. So we've <laughs> got till next week. <laughs> Good work, Ben. Good work. I like it. What about you, Johnny? What have you been up to on the fitness front? I've seen some uh, fairly regular posts from you. You like to share your sessions from an accountability perspective. Yeah, so I've been so uh, a bit like Ben. After the first race, I... Yeah, I potted about my bike a bit, and then it was half term, so we went, we were away for that week, and got back, and then, you know, didn't do a great deal, and then kind of 
after that. And so that was probably three weeks, actually, of not doing anything really structured um, other than the odd ride. And then I kind of just um, started up again, but without any real structure. I think I uh, I wanted to focus on the, the the time I had to go out, to get out on the bike, um, be that uh, the normal bike or the the downhill bike, and and just spend more time just actually riding. Given that the weather was amazing and it was dry. And the conditions were the same every time I went out. Um, and then I probably managed maybe one like Wahoo session a week, maybe two occasionally. And then um, maybe one kind of like strength session a week. And um, pretty manageable, really, in the, yeah. in the grand scheme of things. Um, it felt like I was doing something almost every day. Um, so, yeah, it was um, it's been pretty reasonable, actually. Didn't just, you do one of the Wahoo? The Wahoo monthly challenge things. What was that all about? Yeah, last month. Um, well, because I didn't have before, I I was doing um, like a, a predetermined plan. So I'd put in, you know, um, uh, uh, the mountain bike enduro plan, and it, it, put, it put this whole massive schedule together, and it put it in the calendar. Whereas now, because I didn't have anything like that, I had to actually choose what I wanted to do. And I was like, oh well, you know. What am I going to do? You know, and I quite like adding in the odd, um, you know, hour zone two thing. Just if I can't think of anything, or it's the weekend, or you know, you know, it it add, you know it's good training, but it doesn't add any stress, and you know, with family stuff going on, it's quite an easy thing to add in. But I wanted to do something that was a bit more, a bit harder, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so you either have to kind of like scroll through the to the library of stuff to do. Or in this case, the the June monthly challenge was they gave you four things to do to try and do in the month. So I was like, oh, you know, I'll do those, and they were horrible. <laughs> <laughs> they looked pretty brutal from the yeah, they, they were yeah, they were. Um, and but the, you know, they were horrible, but they were good because they I think they were targeting slightly different things. I can't even I blocked them out of my mind now. I can't really remember what I did, um, but they were. Uh, you know they were good you know it kind of kind of kept things a bit pokey and i've definitely feel as if i've maintained my fitness um since i've been kind of you know doing all this stuff so um they served their purpose and you know kept things interesting because it was doing i think because i committed to doing it i did things that i Mm. probably wouldn't have chosen to do because they were so horrible no, horrible is the worst, the wrong word. Challenging, probably. Challenging, yeah. It's always easy, yeah. right, to be like, oh, yeah, uh, I haven't planned this session, so I'll just do an hour of zone two because it's, it's easy, right? Yeah, exactly. It's good yeah. for you, but it's not It's yeah. like not particularly challenging to just sit there for an hour and spin and, out at zone two. So, And I did one, I did something, I think, last week, which was obviously July, but it was it was called the shovel, and it's it was, you know, it's like this profile that, you know, one goes like this, which is the shovel, and then the next one goes like this, which is the hole the shovel digs, and it was, it was, it was hard. It was, it was hard. However, it was like a cone. However, I, like they were just like it was. It was. It was, it was like two two sets of twenty three intervals, <laughs> and the you you the intervals ranged from like your max, nearly your max neuromuscular power. So. For me, it was around like 924 watts down to your basically your FTP. So you're going from 
like five seconds of neuromuscular to a minute of FTP and it, it scaled down and then it scaled straight back up, straight back up the other way. And then the other, the other set, it did it the other way around. So it started, it started off like low and then peaked at the middle. Oh, so it kind of hit the whole, you know, if you look at like what it, you know, you, on Wahoo, if you, if you go and it tells you for any given workout, which of the four elements it's targeting it, it, it yeah. is that entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, oh, this will be good. <laughs> so however, work, however, it was, it, you know, it was hard, but it was manageable. Like, so everything I've done up until this point has been beneficial because, you know, I, you know, I did it and I recovered fine. I was, you know, so. Yeah. So, Have you retested recently? When did you last retest? No, I, I retest. The last test I did was um, on the run up to the first race, and because okay. I've not done anything structured since, I was I okay. viewed because I'm viewing that that chance as an add on race. Doesn't really matter. Um, I I've not done anything structured, so okay. I, um, I've, I've, I I didn't retest because I've not been doing. I've been doing this mix of more more time on the bike than I have yeah, been yeah. doing on there. So I, was, I, yeah. I wasn't too fussed about what happened in between. Fair play, fair play. What my about you? Fitness, yeah, my fitness has been, uh, I had a change of focus after the Pierce race. So I like put the downhill bike away and um, I knew I had Stone King Rally coming up uh, pretty quickly. So I've just been, I just been doing volume like as much as I could really ahead of Stone King Rally um, just to try and get used to being on a bike as much as I could turns out i didn't do anywhere near enough um but that's life uh yeah so just like literally was going out as much as i could um i think still the longest ride i did was like three hours but just spent a lot of time out on a mountain bike which was absolutely mint to be fair because oh, we had I such we good got weather like the, yeah the weather was incredible yeah trails were dry and i rode like six so, days yeah. in a row yeah. back to back which i haven't done for probably since the last time we all went on a big Alps trip, which is a good few years ago. Um, so yeah, it was super nice to just have a reason to like pick the bike up every day and just try and get out for a little spin. And whether it was an, like an hour power hour on an e-bike or like a couple of hours on a, on a normal bike, it's just been super good fun doing that. Um, and then, yeah, obviously went to Stone King Rally, which was, uh, basically just to sort out my arm pump. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> a really, really arduous way to fix arm pump. Um, yeah, it was it was insane. So like, yeah, I think three hours was my longest ride running up to it. And by the end of day two, we'd already done 23 hours of riding. Um, so actually, to be it's fair, long like, days. yeah, it's long days, but it, like it's zone two, right? And yeah, yeah. I, I really I'm thankful for the zone two work that I did over the winter and in the spring because think that's what like got me as far as I did is just the fact that I could sit and tick over for like a 10 12 hour ride um and get through it so and chat yeah. away with people on the way up yeah it's like you yeah know. exactly and you just sort of forget what you're doing for bits of it anyway um but yeah I did I suffered super bad from arm pump for the first few days which is pretty normal for me going to the big mountains anyway and we were riding like I mean like the shortest trails were five or six minutes probably and the longer longer trails were more like 20 minutes um so it's pretty arduous on the upper body and on the arms and then i had a bit of advice off one of the riders chris who i think did trans provence the same year as you johnny um super nice guy he was like oh maybe try like moving your brake levers up a little bit so i did that on the 
evening of the third day, I think, and rode the fourth day with very little issues. And I think it was a mixture of like, I think the brake stuff probably helped. Also, the trails were like much more like stuff I was comfortable on. So I was probably a bit more relaxed. And then, yeah, just thinking about like trying to put a bit more weight through my legs um, trying to rest where I could. Um, and also just like conditioning of three solid days of riding and riding pretty long trails. So be interesting to see where the arm pumps at when we get to a, a race mm-hmm. in the UK, cause we're going back to the same, maybe not exactly the same track, but the same venue that we went to for the first round, assuming the track length will be pretty similar. So yeah, it'd be good to see if I've managed to put some of those, uh, <clears throat> arm pump demons to bed, but we'll find out whether that carries across. But yeah, I guess like, it's the most amount of bike time I've had probably ever. Um, certainly for many, many, many years since I was a kid and able to just like down tools after coming home from school and go ride until probably, it got dark every day. Probably that season you did back way back when, like, was it Leger? Yeah, Leger. Even then we, we had work to do. So, yeah, like, I, guess, yeah. I mean, it's the first week that I've not, you know, the laptop didn't come out of the bag. I didn't even have time to get a Kindle out and read a book in the evening. It was like... <laughs> Yeah, when you're either riding or you're eating or you're asleep so that, I, th- I almost think that's the beauty of that event it's there's only three things that you can do that you <laughs> need to do sleep yeah. ride <laughs> eat and yeah. then you then repeat and it's just in, and everything else falls by the wayside and it's just like yeah it was super nice yeah there was like uh you know people marching towards russia towards moscow and like, I didn't even know anything about it. You know, it was, there was all this stuff going on in the world and I hadn't seen the news all week. I hadn't seen my laptop. Yeah. It was it, that part of it was super nice. So yeah, the zone two base got boosted. So a weekend, at a down race should feel like broadly speaking, all right from an energy perspective, but the recovery has been mm-hmm. pretty hard. Like with two weeks, I've been home nearly two weeks and today's the first day I felt like doing any kind of exercise i'd say like i've tickled the e-bike a couple of times over the last two weeks but today i the it was the british national in plangothland so i rode up there just to go and watch a bit of the racing and um yeah like it's the first time i've sort of wanted to pedal vaguely hard on a bike so hopefully i'll uh means i've got that one week yeah. window same as ben <laughs> yeah, right before too. the taper starts uh <laughs> to get back on it but it also means i've not i haven't touched the downhill bike um until this afternoon i got out of the garage checked it over made sure everything was tight put some air in the tires so i'm going to try and get uh a, a day in this week somewhere here on uplift just to kind of smash out runs and re-familiarize myself with the bike see where the arm pump stuff's at see how everything feels um don't really plan on changing anything but just get some time on the bike and maybe sneak in another one the following week if i feel maybe like you put it. your levers up mm. a bit I'm going to move my levers up a little bit. Yeah. Just try and yeah, do everything I can to be ready. But I don't, yeah, I think I, I don't think I'll have made any gains on like power sprint, that side of things. Um, that's all to be done for the last round of Pierce, I think. But as far as like energy for the weekend goes, should be pretty good. And hopefully arm pump will be improved. Mm-hmm. We'll find out. Yeah. Ben, what about you? Have you spent much time, on the downhill uh, bike again it's a bit of a challenge for you you're not really near anywhere yeah, for uplift i in done a few push-ups um i've 
maybe so i haven't washed the bike since pierced because it's just it's been <laughs> dry and dusty it hasn't needed a wash um that's yeah. mad eh? in the uk yeah. for that long what is it six weeks since that race at least uh yeah i can't remember may, when it was in may June. wasn't it yeah, yeah. it's about six weeks yeah. roughly yeah five, I, had a six day, I had a day yeah. at bike park wales with some uh with some mates that was pretty steady away um and i've done a few i've done i've gone out and i've done you know a few hours at warncliffe or windhill which is in the peak district it's kind of similar sort of spot just sessioning the same trail and focusing on a few specific areas of riding so like finding some jumps and jumping the bike because god damn i'm getting over that jump when we go back <laughs> when we go back to bala <laughs> if it, if it still goes over it yeah. who knows well know. even track. if we don't race it i'm still going to uh still gonna go jump it <laughs> yeah still gonna go send that jump right. <laughs> um so good lad though it's good that you've been getting into it like have you found some jumps that were like comfortable and then yeah, wet, wet this, have this, you so it? well i've been i've been to the pump track which has got a little set of trails behind it so i've been riding those not, not on the, the downhill, downhill bike. bike just in there just on on the uh the old hardtail um found some jumps that, I, that are in the region of the sender that have got a little bit of progression so doing a bit of building up there um it's not a lot but it's just a little bit it's more it's as much for my head as anything else really um i haven't been to steel city which is ridiculous because that's the ideal spot but um the opportunity hasn't arisen <clears throat> to do that um so yeah just a few short rides like that timing timing runs with the old handlebar timer focusing on a few oh, few yeah. specific areas of riding and like you'd been talking about your journaling and kind of like making a conscious effort to think about what i've been doing normally i just go out and ride and do it and enjoy yeah. it but just having to think about um you know what's gone well what's not gone so well and trying to take that into the next rides work on a few things yeah what what you say you were like timing and focusing on specific areas of riding what sort uh, of stuff so after one thing after ardmore's was i spent the whole ardmore's race weekend and i've talked about this before i think smashing into corners banging on the brakes and kind of like stalling and falling out of them i was like i've i've ridden like this for so long i've got to try and do something about it <laughs> um it's so it hard, is hard. Though, yeah. yeah so i started by trying to like get my speed right going into the turn but i just that's that's yeah. just that's like a long-term project <laughs> i don't know how people do that so now i'm just trying to get off the brakes a bit sooner and carry a little bit more speed out okay. which is surprisingly easy once you start thinking about it um so it's been i've been doing that been working on riding a little bit past where i feel comfortable in certain areas so finding like straight straight fast fast straightaways and going a little bit beyond where i feel comfortable on that bike um and doing a little bit of uh like positive self-talk the start of, at the okay. start of each run so yeah yeah <clears throat> What and what might that contain? Like, yeah, <laughs> you're great. It? Your bike's amazing. <laughs> you, are, you are a strong, confident woman. You're a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got a little mantra. I'm not going to tell you it, but uh, um, at oh, the end of the season, on. I'll tell you. But just like, just you know, like you can you, you can do this. You've been doing this a long time. You're good at this. <laughs> that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, but that's yeah. fair. And is that helping? Uh, 
Uh, getting into the habit is difficult, actually. I often forget. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. And so what did it look like before? What was your, did you have self-talk before? Uh, what was that? Not, like? not consciously, but I've been at the top of. Or was it like mind, like more like mindless riding? Like, and I don't mean mindless in terms of, I'm like, uh, you know, just, you, you just didn't get yeah, any just thought. Didn't give it any thought. But I've, I've thought, I've, yeah. so I've been at the top of runs with jumps on before and I'm scared of the jump. And I've said to myself, you've, you've like, you've ridden down there three times already today and jumped the jump and it was fine. Why, you know, why, you know, why is this time going to be different? And that's made a great, that's made, that's made a big difference before. So um, I, don't, I don't know if it's, I'm not sure if it will help, but um, it should. It can't not help. It should. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, I can't, it's not going to make anything <clears throat> worse. No, I'm, like a, a, I'm a big believer in this kind of like positive self-talk and, you know, talking to yourself like you talk to other people hmm. it's you know it's re- i think it's really important yeah i agree how how have you got on with this riding beyond where you're comfortable tell us a bit about that like how are you making that a reality uh, so sometimes <clears throat> so sometimes the idea is to get a bit scared i suppose and ride ride through that it's difficult to find somewhere mm. to do that all the time sometimes i'll be like i'll go at a corner harder than i think i can ride it but that doesn't always uh fit fit what i'm trying to achieve it's more what's yeah. really bothered me in the past and it did it uh really fell in a bit was those really fast super fast sections where you're sort of banging over rocks and stuff <clears throat> And it feels a bit sketchy. Yeah, so you tr- I've been trying to find somewhere like that. It's easier at Warney because it's a bit loose and steeper there. Yeah. Um, Something kind of chunky yeah. and fast where you're just trying to let the bike run, but yeah. you don't really, you sort of want to rein it back. And maybe there's and some features the coming up that you go into a bit faster than you would have done. Um, but uh, do you, And do you think it's getting, have you found that it's harder to scare yourself? Like, do you think your threshold level is yeah, kind of I think it makes you, that? it's made me realise I can go faster than I was comfortable with. Um, I'm yeah. not sure it's got over the fear, but I probably need access to a bike, bike park, probably yeah, repeatedly yeah. to be able to do that. It's a bit difficult yeah. uh, locally. Yeah. Has it made you realise quite how capable yeah, those bikes so are? I get so excited. When, when, I'm, when I'm going out on the downhill bike the next day, I get so excited the day before. <laughs> way, more, way more than any other bike. I'm like, I, I do look forward to it. Uh, it they do, it's just like another level, isn't it, of what yeah. it'll do. <laughs> it's proper fun. Yeah, I got out of the garage today and had a little bounce around in the in the drive and I was just like, oh, I yeah, cannot wait to get yeah. this back on a track. Yeah. Like, so yeah. it is Looking a lot of fun. To two weeks time for sure. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah, another big weekend of riding. Johnny, what about you? Because you've been, um, we've had a few messages from you, and it feels like you're quite deep in the puzzle <laughs> at the moment. Yeah, I think I'd like to think I've come back out of that of the puzzle. Go um, on, talk, take take us through the whole story because you've spent quite a lot of time on the oh, well on like your e bike and the downhill bike trying to. Yeah just get faster right you've been pretty focused so i had a plan and i'll I'll start at the beginning so if you remember part of the plan was i was going to lose a bit of weight 
as one of the things I'd added into this. So we'll, yeah. we'll, I'll, I'll throw that out there now, but let's park that for the time being. And then I, I was consciously, I wanted to spend more time on the bike, or, not on just the downhill bike, but more time riding. So I kind of like, um, kind of committed to getting out for two mornings a week, um, about two, a two hour ride each time I'd go out. Um, and one would be, I've got an e-bike, so one would be on the e-bike and maybe both of them on the e-bike. And then it varied as, as I went on. And, uh, with a stopwatch like Ben, um, has been doing. So I wanted to kind of quantify in my head, what does going, going faster feel like, which doesn't quite, <laughs> doesn't quite do, do it, uh, what I'm trying to kind of get across justice, but I wanted to know, so, you know, I knew how far behind the winner of the category I was. I knew how far the top elite I was. I was like, well, if I want to go two and a half seconds quicker per minute, well, what does two and a half seconds per minute feel like? And yeah. what does that feel like from various different paces that I, I ride at? So, um, so what I do is I, I go out with my stopwatch on the handlebars and I do my first run and I'd use that as the kind of the benchmark of the day. And I'd try and go quicker from that. So, um, I'd use the kind of the, the same track and, um, ride and my first runs are pretty quick generally. So yeah, this is tracks, you know, you're not going somewhere and riding. Yeah, your tracks, right? exactly. Tracks I know. And my pace on a first run is generally quite high. So it's, um, I'd set a, a, a you know a baseline, and then I'd, I'd work to get quicker from that. And then, so that was a combination of working just just like Ben was doing, like working on some technique stuff, which I'd identified from the first race, which was um, my body position on the bike, um, the fact that I had a tendency to uh, drop a pedal or raise a pedal, depending on which which foot you're looking at, and. Um, and also, like um, like rounding corners, like I'd, I'd noticed from some of the footage I watched of the helmet cam that I had a tendency to come in too too um, too sharp into a corner and stand myself yeah. up, um, or you know, which is a combination of poor line choice and then um, the, the points at which I was um, choosing to break. So I'm 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 a bit of a late breaker to the point that I break in the middle of the corner and stand myself up. And then lose all my speed on the way out. And I did that quite a few times at, at the pit. So I was focusing on rounding the corners, keeping my pedals level and maintaining that kind of like good form on the bike. So I, I, I do that. I go on the e-bike and then I, um, you know, slowly kind of whittle away at my time on this, on a track um, to the point where, you know, I got a pretty good improvement and I could feel what the difference in pace was between going you know, my base time and then going two seconds per quicker, uh, per minute quicker than, than that base time. So yeah. I, I felt like I was making good progress on that. But then what I, what, what I planned to do was I do two days back to back of riding with the view that I'd come back the next day and try and go faster. Okay. Like mm. as if you're at a race. <clears throat> yeah. And it was really kind of like hard mentally to be like, right, I just went as fast as I felt I could yesterday and I'm going to turn up and I'm going to try and go faster. Yeah. And it was like, how do I go back? You know, and it was, you know, I remember, you know, I can remember it now. Like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Like, what am I going to do? So, uh, you know, and peace and kind of like 
trying to break it apart again. And, and, and I did manage to go another two seconds quicker. Per minute? Um, Roughly. No, less, but I was doing okay. a minute and a half track. So okay. maybe like one and a half seconds per minute quicker. And um, so it was, um, it was a kind of a really kind of good exercise. And then I, I, I do that on the e-bike. And then I've been doing the same thing, but on the downhill bike just to spend more time on the downhill bike. But then this is where things went wrong. <laughs> so I got up to a point, a really good point. I was like, well, you know, maybe I can go quicker by changing my setup. Mm. And um, one of the benefits of the last couple of weeks is the return of World Cup racing, which yeah. has been, you know, it's been, I've, I've really enjoyed it, despite there being way too much content to kind of watch on the on the on the racing side of things but you know i was like I, you know i think this time watching the world cups this time it's been a bit different because because we've been racing i've i've had a, you know i've had a different viewpoint as to what they're doing and yeah you've got a different lens on it yeah and it's like well what are they doing that, that i'm not and it's not as if i want to write the same speed that they they do but they are uh, the technique that they're employing to get down the hill is what kind of like we should be kind of uh, trying to mimic maybe yeah. uh, uh, or trying to find a rider that you think rides in a similar style as you do. Like I'm not going to try and mimic Greg Minar or um, Bulldog or who are you, know, you going to try and mimic? Um, smaller guys like, <laughs> like <laughs> let's call a spade a spade um, um, and God, that's not actually very PC now is it there we go um, um, but I would um, try and like so look at you know not Jackson mm-hmm. but maybe like Loris or Loic or Finn or, or you know some of these guys who, who are kind of maybe in a similar height to we are yeah you know, or, and what are they doing? And then how are they setting their bikes up? So I was like, right, you know what? I need to lower my front end. Yes, that's what I need to do. Um, so I dropped the it, bar height. So what, what was the reason that you feel you need to lower your front because end? Because I've been, the theory. so I had been, um, I had quite a high rise bar on. And mm. um, when I'd been kind of like tuning the suspension, you know, because, you know, the, the session I did with Rich um, to set up the bike, I had like a base setting. And then, to, you know, it, it was very strange. Like, since I've done that, I've had this kind of, I feel as if I've had a better feel as to what the bike's doing. And I would, I'd go to the trails and I'd, I'd, I'd know whether I needed to change basically the low, low speed compression front or back to kind of get the balance for for the day, for how I, mm-hmm. how I was feeling. But I'd always felt, I'd always be kind of like, feel as I was like too far over the back. So I was like, you know what? I need to put more weight on the front. I want to load the front wheel more because I feel as if I, I ride around the front more than I ride around the back. Okay. So I, I dropped the dropped the bars and I went to the to the trails. Crashed, crashed. first run, fourth <laughs> corner, um, laughing to myself like, what, what have you done? Carried on the run and it felt like the front end was tacking the whole time. And then... Rather than spending the day kind of like trying to get faster, it was trying to get get a balance back to the bike. So, you know, I had to put more pressure in the fork and I was playing around with the compression to get the balance right. Finally got back to somewhere and I was like, right, okay, yeah, here we go. This is a bit better. But my, my times were kind of nowhere near 
I was like, okay, you know, what have I done here? And then I was watching, um, so Troy Brosnan does this little vlog of yeah. what he does, you know, the weekend. And he was saying, um, he'd, um, and he dropped like, he'd be general riding and then him and his mechanic would be like uh, chatting away and they'll talk about what they're doing about the feeling on the bike. And Cause he's like, yeah, I've raised my bar height three millimeters and that's put me uh, you know, f- back into the bike, which is helping me, helping it work a lot better. And I was like three millimeters. How much have I hmm. changed mine? So I was like, I was like, I went and checked. And I was like, right. So I'm the bar, the current bar has got a, a rise of 15 millimeters, and the bar I took off has a rise of 45 millimeters. <laughs> okay, so I've changed it 10 times as much <laughs> as Troy Brosnan's. Maybe that's my problem. <laughs> so we're talking about these, like they're making these marginal adjustments to get the feel they want, and here I am, like dropping the bar height. So, um, so what I did then was I, I, I had another set of bars knocking around and, and put them on, and they they were um, uh, in between, and went back and I got what I was trying to achieve basically I've, you know it, it put the bike in a window where I was you know rather than it being like here and I'm fine-tuning it down to here I had the bike here and I was fine-tuning it here so I was I felt as if I was in a much more balanced position to make the changes that I wanted to do okay so <laughs> wow. wow so that cost you how many weeks <laughs> well it was yeah but despite that you know it's time on the bike yeah yeah so I don't you know and it's understanding of you know my idiocy as well which helps but you're getting a, you're getting a feel for it right yeah like, it was all right it, was. it didn't feel good but you knew it didn't feel good you kind of knew roughly what the problem was and you've worked and out I, a way to resolve it and i know what i want from a bike as well you know because you know i make these changes and then all of a sudden i'll get it where i want to and it's like i know exactly and i'm like that's what i want so i'm always yeah. it's like i'm always chasing a feeling and when i get that feeling i'm like oh this is great you know, and it's like I can put the bike wherever I want to, and I'm not even, you know. Whereas before, you know, if it's if it's not in the right place, you know, it's like it will be pushing out on a corner, or um, the fork will feel chattery, or you know this, and then suddenly you get it in the sweet spot, and it's like, whew. but it's it's annoying as hell because you know <laughs> I'm like you know as we've been joking, it's you know like a bit of a princess, so. There we go. It's all good. Have you not thought about using the adjustment that's built into the bike, either lengthening the wheelbase or messing around with the reach? Because it sounds like you wanted like a slight shorter reach, or I don't know. Like there's other ways to get more front. There is, there is, but um, you know, do I do do I really need to add that trouble to my life? You know, I'd love to. I'd love to. You know, and you you give me the idea now. It would be really easy to just try the wheelbase, the long wheelbase setting. Yeah. Super easy change, like literally two minutes. And you'll have more weight on the front. <laughs> but then you'd have everything else to set up again. Yeah, but if I... If I go longer at the back... Yeah. That's going to put me more in the middle of the bike than I was. So yeah, it brings you weight on the front. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it does yeah, seem the wrong way around, doesn't it? When we talk about it, it feels yeah. counterintuitive, yeah, but yeah, effectively, you're putting yourself 
closer <coughs> to the front of the bike because you're moving the rear. Oh, wow. you know, you're making the wheelbase longer, moving it away. Yeah. So you can doesn't stay matter. in the same doesn't position matter. and you'll have more weight on the front of the bike. Don't have time to change it. So. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it feels like you need like you need to somehow find a couple of days to be at a bike park with a work but with like a work stand and some tools to just be able to rattle through like right i'm going to go and do a run in the long setting i'm going to do a run in the short setting then i'm going to change the reach and i'm going to go from the long to the medium to the short just get because you know straight away what things feel like you're really like you're intuitive i think in like how a bike feels underneath you you just don't know what to change to get it where you want it because you don't have that yeah experience exactly it's like getting that kind of like uh, catalog of feeling for what different changes um, hmm. result in, and I yeah. think if you had that kind of like, which I guess is what a lot of these riders do, they go and they do testing, and it's not as if they're chasing something specific. It's like wh- what I'm going to change X, and what the, what's Y? Okay, noted. Let's change X, uh, Z, and now this is you know F whatever yeah and um you know it's just this and this and this and this and do i like it do i not what's the change what's this and then you've got this kind of like you know um library of things to kind of draw upon a hundred percent yeah troy troy's not it's not the first time troy's moved his bars back three or down three millimeters you know what i mean he knows i feel this way this is the change that i want to make to try and move that and i think maybe that's changed like in recent years, the amount of off-season testing that certainly the higher budget teams are doing has gone up massively. Yeah. Like that, and you know, Greg Minow always talks about well, I don't really ride my downhill bike in the off-season. Like I do other things, and that helps keep me fresh. But I'm not sure that approach anymore kind of works at the highest level. Like you see, most of these teams, in- including Greg and what they're doing with the syndicate, like they're spending a huge amount of time trying all of these variables so that by the time they get to a race, they know, okay, I want to, I want to change this feeling. This is the best way for me to do that on the bike. So this is is where the data stuff comes in as well, because, you know, if they're logging the data, they can, they can say, Oh, I'm not feeling quite right. And then somebody independent, their mechanic can go and look at the data and go, okay, yeah, I'm seeing this in the past to fix that issue. This is what we've done let's try this yeah you know it's this completely systematic way of, uh, for which to approach uh, this problem yeah good so is the bike in a good place now are you in a good place is it uh, yeah pretty good uh, i think uh, despite all of that um doing all the stuff against the time against the clock was really beneficial because it's you know it it, it was um not only the challenge of going out and doing it work but it was what does that amount of time difference feel like on the bike and you know we were talking about oh how do i find this amount of time and the difference in feeling between five seconds a minute is not that much like it's you know to, so for us we were doing like four minute uh, four minute race runs it's you know which is 20 seconds does the feeling between the two you know ironing out a couple of mistakes and you know that difference in pace it, you know, it's not as if I'm having to put a load more risk on to, to get that result. It's all I was doing was, um, you know, tidying stuff up. So I was doing some runs where I was, I was like, right, I'm going to focus just on, um, you know, rounding out the corners, keeping good body position. And I do a time that was as quick as 
what I'd done before, thinking that I was out going fast. And then, yeah. you know, you add that intensity back to this, this tidy run and all of a sudden you're two seconds quicker. So it wasn't, you know, it's like for the perceived level of risk, you're actually kind of getting to a, to a good place. Yeah. Ben, you just look worried for Johnny's sanity. I, mean, no. at point. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm not sure. I'm not sure everyone could ride like that. But that's that's a very crude. I'm not sure everyone can analyse their riding and make the changes that would produce those results that you're talking about. I, I mean, they're big. I know what you mean. He makes yeah, it sound they're easy. Big imp- yeah. yeah, big improvements. For, like if I go, so for, for instance, if I'm riding, most of the things I've been on are like a minute ish. Mm. If I, oh, I if I could take five seconds off my f- first reasonable time, I'd be pretty surprised. Although maybe I need to go back and have a look. Maybe it's, but wouldn't. Yeah, so you said you'd done a bit of time in Ben. Like, did what sort of what sort of improvements were you seeing, or were you looking at more like small segments? Like, if I take this line, what's that worth? Uh, I don't think they're they're great. Those little handlebar timers are great, but I don't think they're really accurate enough to like see if I do this through a turn or a set set of turns. Mm. You can't really. I think you've got, you've got to, to do, do a full run, a whole t- whole yeah, run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so okay. you're doing a whole run. Uh, I probably never started. I'll always like have a sighting run, then have a reasonable go at it, but it's probably not full pace. And then try things and see if, and generally the time goes down and down and down a little bit. But I'm yeah. always mindful, like, if I just rode five times and tried to go faster without uh, consciously focusing on something, I probably would pick up some time doing that as well. Um, mm. yeah, yeah, but Johnny, you're way more methodical and you think it for, think it through quite carefully. But ultimately, it sounds like you've been doing similar things, right? You've been trying to open turns up, like carry corner, but, exit speed, which is the ultimately that's the key to this whole game, pretty much, right? Like corner, corner exit speed, average speed down the track is what wins you the race. Mm. So you've been doing the same stuff. Yeah, completely. I just make more. Than, more than <laughs> just think it through more, <laughs> and then think about it afterwards as well. By sounds things like, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it's you know, it's it's quite a nice thing to. Uh, it's it's been a nice change to my riding actually. To you know, we were talking about with riding by uh, you know going out with a purpose, mm. and it's been quite nice to go out and. You, you know it's quite it's lovely to go out for a ride and not have to think about anything and just ride some trails and stuff but to go out and you know ride a track and be like right how you know how am i going to go quicker you know it takes a lot of you know your focus and your concentration and you've got a real purpose to what you're doing and mm. i've i've you know i've really enjoyed that change up yeah and you've been working on your track preview <laughs> skills as well because we yeah, a lot of people asked us for uh onboard footage from the races <laughs> yeah. And so I believe you might be uh, you might be responsible for the track preview for the next round. Are we allowed helmet cams, or do we have to fasten it, fasten it to the handlebar again? You, oh, good question. Know? Probably the same rules, I think. I'd, yeah, I think it'll have to be on the bike, okay. unless we Fine. fill in a exception form or something. I don't know how to do that. Manager. Okay. Yeah, I'll sort that out. <laughs> so it'll be, it'll be bike mounted. <laughs> that should be fun. Good stuff. Are you, Johnny, you mentioned weight. 
you wanted to come back to that. You, oh yeah, you, so you were going to lose so, some weight. Yeah, so I got into this. You know, so you know, I came back from my you know family holiday and you know got on a little bit of weight, but you know nothing too problematic. And then I you know started kind of like you know I was like right I'll lose a bit of weight and I you know dropped down a couple of kilos and then I got into this whole mess of handlebars and <laughs> rise and suspension being wrong and it's like here I am in a, in this rat hole of misery <laughs> and do I really want to compound matters by then losing like five kilos and mucking up all the <laughs> and and then not having the right spring to then be in the right ballpark because 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 we're on core shocks you need the right spring and I was like you know what it's just it's this is I'm just not I'm not not going to do it <laughs> hand me the pizza I just, it's just <laughs> It's just too much. So yeah, I was like, right, I'll, I'll, I'll stick with where I am. So, uh, you know, 78, 79. I'm like, yes. Couldn't face, couldn't <laughs> face having to call up Rich and be like, right, Rich, what do I need to do to my suspension <laughs> if I've lost some weight? It's not exactly like you're overweight though, is it, Johnny? Like, it's not, it's not no, issues, no. you know what and I mean? It's, it, the funny thing is, it's like, I've got fitter and my weight's largely stayed the same and my clothes have got looser. So, you know, I think that's fine. I think that's good. Yeah, you're carrying less fat and more muscle, which is yeah, is yeah. a win, right? Yeah, it's fine. It's like, good, maybe good. for the last race. But <laughs> good stuff. So yeah, two weeks out from uh, UK national champs. Ben, you you excited to get back between the tapes? I mean, it's like like we've said for us, like this is two days of actually riding downhill bikes back to back, which is pretty rare. And doing it together, which is even better. Yeah, uplifted. Yeah. I'm just, it, uh, like Johnny said, it feels like a bit of a bonus race. Don't feel like there's anything to prove. The field's totally different to the first pierce we did and and presumably the last round we did, will do. Um, so it feels like pressure off can just go and like have fun, try things out, try and improve the process as such. Yeah. Um, and have a nice fun weekend. We're going to track what this yes. time. Yes. That's on my list of changes. Yeah. yeah, I think that'd be good. Have you, um, I'll ask questions to both of you, but we'll start with Johnny maybe. Have you put together a bit of a, like a checklist or a process? Like obviously the last race was the first one that either of us, any of us had done for a while. And and the format of this one will be slightly different. Now we've got qualifiers on the Saturday evening and it's a, a slightly different setup. But have you thought about, like what you want to do after what you've learned from that first one? Um, I think everything I've thought about is stuff I wanted to do ahead of the race. Okay. For the actual race, I was pretty, I was, I was reasonably happy. I think I did a slightly too many practice runs on the Saturday because I was yeah. just so keen. You're having too much fun, yeah. I was having too much fun. And, you know, I, I did an extra run than you guys and then we yeah. all went up together oh, yeah. to, a, to do a last one and, and I was probably like, that's probably a bit too much. And then come that second race run on the Sunday, yeah, I felt pretty tired. Mm. Um, uh, the other thing that I made a note of was that I was running that higher compression setting for the suspension, which I... I generally liked, but I think it added more fatigue to me over the weekend. So yeah. I'm going to be running something with a, a lower compression over the weekend this time. Okay. Because I think it will be more forgiving on me. Yeah. 
So a few learnings from that first round. Yeah, then. definitely. Yeah. I'd like to get a bit more sleep on the mm-hmm. first night. Uh, get your nine uh, hours. Yeah. Cause like, bit, I think it was a combination of obviously we like Ben got stuck in traffic and road closures and stuff and we knew he was going to be late. And then just the nerves of like going into it, which hopefully will be a bit better this time. Cause we kind of know a bit more what we're getting into. Um, yeah, definitely a bit more sleep. I think I, yeah, I feel like I paced the weekend pretty well. Like on, it would have been easy to do more runs cause it was a super fun track and the uplift was so efficient, but I think I, uh, called that pretty well. I didn't feel too bad by the end of it. Um, and then, yeah, just to, if we can get this arm pump thing ironed out a little bit, then I feel like there's a decent bit more performance to be had on, on the arm pump thing. What would, are you willing to kind of like say, you know, not don't base my experience off it, but would you, are you willing to raise your bars a bit as a, as a, cause I remember you saying you were very happy with how the balance of the bike is, but if the balance of the bike is good, but it's causing you arm pump, would you be willing to compromise the balance to get rid of the arm pump? Not now at this point in time, but mm. after this race, like if it was still an issue for me, I would be after the race, but I don't okay. want to, like, I don't even think I have what I need to change the bar height. Okay. upwards at the moment. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to start messing with that with yeah. the amount of bike time that I've got available to me and then what I've got in the garage. But if we still have a problem, then hundred percent between now and like mm. end of September, which is our last round, then yeah, for sure. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Ben, what about you? Process, like stuff that you learned uh, from the first round. We've kind of just repeating things really. Track walk. I don't know why yeah. we didn't track walk. I always, I, we spend we were, so much time looking at tracks in other places. Why do we not track? Because we're, we're having too much. I think because it was, like you say. it was late in the day as well. Like everyone went up in the evening, didn't they, after mm. the first day? Yeah, yeah. I think we went, I think we, were, we wanted to get back to do the, the podcast yeah. as well. For, uh, yeah, and we recorded yeah. some podcasts. I think we're maybe yeah, going to yeah, give yeah. that a miss this time around, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, I think we'll record it all yeah. after the race in hindsight. So we'll have a bit more available yeah. time. So, um, yeah. And you all have made all the food, so we won't have to yeah. cook any dinner. Of course. <laughs> good lad, good lad. <laughs> yeah, so track walk. Um, like you, you saying I got there, I can't remember what time it was. It was like one after Mid- midnight, midnight, and, midnight yeah. and then didn't sleep much. Um, so I've treated myself and taken the day off. So I'll be getting there. Nice. I can't leave till after school finishes, but I won't be getting there at midnight, so... Um, yeah, try and be a bit. Out. Yeah, Johnny will. <laughs> oh yeah, Johnny's coming back from another family holiday. Be a bit better rested, yeah. basically. Yeah, but otherwise, yeah. M- much the same. Do the jump. Have I mentioned that? Yeah, that I want to do the jump. <laughs> you said something about the jump. <laughs> I didn't even realize. He's, I didn't realize you do the it. jump. Turn around, ride back up the course, come yeah. back in where he left the tape, and, yeah, and then he's going to do his race run. And he's going to be like, I don't care about yeah. time. I did the I've done jump. the jump. I've done the jump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and then just the monkeys yeah, off your back. Know, try and put into practice the, the technique stuff whatever that we've been working on so yeah yeah keep the positive mental uh yeah talk yeah. going and yeah. all that kind of stuff do you will you set any like objectives you talked about like setting key you know objectives for rise and stuff will you set any specifics for this i think race? it's like, it's difficult for this race because um but it's a funny, like I would, so for the last race, my objective will be, be closer to the winning riders time, basically. 
Mm-hmm. Um, position doesn't matter. Just try and close the gap compared to the first yeah, round. Yeah, percentage gap. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's going to work here because the field is quite high quality at the top end. And I think... Well, I mean, it, I, I think it would be a lot of the same people, to be honest. It's a weird, it's weird, isn't it? Because at National Champs, our category is 45. We're 46, all of us, I think. No, you're, you're you. I'm still, I'm still 44, but it's the I'm year 45. of the 45th birthday okay. and I'm 45 in December. Okay, so we're in the yeah. same category, even though I'm a year older. Yeah, we're in the 45 yeah. so a 45 to, to 49. 49 category and we'd normally be in the 40 yeah. to 50 bracket. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's only 13 riders entered in our category, I think. So it's a pretty small field, but there's a few old school heroes at the top end who will be yeah. really quick. I think quicker probably than even yeah, the winner of the Pierce. I saw, I saw Will Longdon yesterday and he said he's not coming if it's wet. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do I want it to rain though, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I, I don't have any sort of targets or anything really just yeah uh execute the process basically and that that's fine whatever yeah. the results are yeah how are you looking at it johnny mathematically no doubt you'll have some uh thoughts on that just the like, same you... with ben just the same yeah, with ben okay. actually um I, you know i think the format's different so that kind of changes things you know if we were doing those two two race runs on the sunday again you know i'd be like you know if in my head, I'm like, I, I want to do a better first run than I did last time. Yeah. But, you know, we've got that seeding run and then, um, and then, a, you know, the final on the, on the Sunday. So just, um, just have some fun, I think. You know, are you bothered about your seeding time either of you? Like, do you Not want to lay really. down a reasonable mm-hmm. performance or? Just a full, full fast run. Yeah. I think. Yeah, don't get caught by Titley, who'd probably be starting behind me. <laughs> oh, is that yeah, T and T. I don't know. Ah, interesting. Uh, I think I can hold him off for thirty seconds. Hopefully, <laughs> it's a long that's the, that's the point of a seeding run, though. It doesn't matter if somebody catches this you. Is true. Like, this is true. You know, yeah. it's you know, it shouldn't be any any focus whatsoever. Yeah. It's just if somebody catches you, that's the point of the seeding run. Like, fair like point, Johnny. That's a good. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah, the seeding run is there to make sure you don't catch anyone yeah. up in your race run, right? Yeah, it's the whole point is to be is to catch people, really. Yeah, yeah. It's not like they're cutting out a few riders either. It's, it's not no. a World Cup. No. We don't lose yeah. our chance to get to finals. No. So, so there should be zero worry about being caught. Oh, I like it. Uh, you can uh, you can just come down. Can you sit on the back of my bike and just come down and yeah. say nice things to me like that? How about? We'll, we'll put uh, some headphones in and we'll go get on the phone and I, I can talk right. you through your run. Job done. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> I'm not sure. Now, about take a take, relax your mind. <laughs> <laughs> right on that note. <laughs> what about you, Chris? What about <laughs> I you? Think we sh- for uh, the weekend. Uh, I mean, I'd love to not get any arm pump, but like, and I think. Like, there is an element of that that's in my control. Even if I haven't got myself conditioned to a point where it's not going to happen, I think I know more now and I can try and relax more into it. Um, I'd like to be less worried again about being at the event and like getting in people's way. I already feel like that was a good step forward in the last round. Um, but I don't feel like I still don't feel like hundred percent okay about just turning up at these things and getting it done. Um, less yeah, people though that, as well. So there I is, think there's going to be less is, people on yeah. track. 
So I yeah. think as, a, as an interim event, despite it being national championships, you know, it's smaller, mm. unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just I'd like to put down a run that I like feel vaguely okay about. I didn't manage to do that at the last round, like because I just was riding so slow for half the tracks I couldn't hold on. Um, I don't really want to do that again. Cause it's not. It's just not that fun, is it? It's the whole the whole idea of this is to go as fast as you can, top to bottom. And I want to feel like I've at least had a crack at that because I definitely didn't feel that way at the last one. So, yeah, it'd be cool to just put down and run that I can walk away and be like, yeah, sweet, like. I stand by that mm-hmm. sort of thing as like a good performance. I haven't done that yet. So we'll see where we get to. But cool. yeah, again, just two days on the bike will be good with you boys. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So yeah, sign off, Johnny, have a good holiday. You're away from uh, now until the racing, I think. Yep. Um, so enjoy that. Thank you. Get some rest and uh, you'll come back. No doubt chomping at the bits, to get on the bike and I'll come back to the track. And uh, yeah, Ben, don't go too hard in that uh, <laughs> table week, mate. Most of it. Find me in the gym for the next seven days. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's it. <laughs> nice one. Right. All right, boys. Well, thanks for the catch up. Uh, it's interesting to see what you've all been up to. Definitely some very structured approaches, which is super cool to see. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you in a couple of weeks for some racing. Cheers. Cool. See you See you later. All right, that's it for this episode of Downtime Goes Downhill. We really hope you enjoyed it and that you're looking forward to hearing all about our experiences at the UK National Champs in the next episode. A huge thank you to the brands who've helped make this happen, and that's Canyon Bikes, Fox Suspension, Wahoo Fitness, Fox Clothing and Protection, Maxxis Tires, Magura Brakes, and We Are One Composites Wheels. To make sure you don't miss the next episode, give the podcast a follow by hitting that button in your podcast app now or by heading to downtimepodcast.com forward slash follow. Also, if you've got friends who you think will enjoy the mini-series, then please spread the word and let them know. That's it for episode four. We'll be back with more during the summer. We'll be talking to some of the best in the world to look at how we can all improve our riding and racing. So until then, get out and ride. (laughs)